The national surge in COVID-19 infections includes nine counties here in the Chattanooga area considered at high risk for infection by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Elizabeth Fight, healthcare reporter for the Chattanooga Times Free Press, is monitoring the rise of cases and hospitalizations. Elizabeth, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Ray. What are we seeing now with COVID-19, these subvariants? These subvariants are the most contagious versions of the virus yet. And they're also better able to evade immunity, either through vaccination or prior infection with COVID-19. So those factors are causing cases to rise and also hospitalizations to rise. We don't know exactly how prevalent it is in the community right now. We have a more obscure picture than previous waves because so many people test at home and those tests usually don't get reported to the public health authorities. So We know that cases are higher right now. We are definitely in a wave. It's at least the fourth highest caseload we've had throughout the pandemic. Luckily, the mortality hasn't really seemed to follow. There's a couple theories. It could be that so many people have some level of immunity to the virus at this point, either because they've had it or because they've been vaccinated. They have good protection from serious illness. We're not seeing the death toll that we've seen with other surges. So that's good news. And that could also explain why public health officials maybe aren't quite as alarmist about this wave. But there's just still a lot that we don't know. And I think these new subvariants have thrown another wrench just in the whole situation with the pandemic. And you have your previous understanding of COVID-19 may not apply anymore because these variants, it's BA5 is the dominant one now. It's had just a rapid rise to dominance and these variants keep changing. We get new subvariants, and it's just making it really hard to create policies and meaningful advice around things like boosters. And you can't really predict what's going to come next. And just because you've been vaccinated or maybe had COVID already does not mean that you are safe in this wave and future waves. A lot of these cases that we're seeing are reinfections, people that have already had COVID before. And there's some evidence that maybe immunity from infection only lasts 28 days now. To the extent that we are hearing from health officials, either locally or on the state level, what are they saying? How are they saying it? Well, a lot of them are saying assess your own risk and make decisions like whether or not to avoid crowded areas or mask in public, those sort of things based on how vulnerable you are to serious illness. So that would be older adults and people with chronic conditions. They need to be particularly careful, but it's kind of hard to assess your risk when data is increasingly more limited and we're not getting as many reports. Websites don't update as much as they used to and people don't necessarily submit their test results. So making those decisions has never been harder, but I saw some analogy to this is, you know, you don't need to count how many droplets are out there to know that it's raining, right? We know that this is a surge. And so we probably know your friends and family that are getting infected right now. And we can at least see that based on the data we do have, cases are going up and they're up across the country. So if you are high risk, definitely take some extra precautions. And if in general, you don't want to get sick, which I don't want to get sick, precautions are never going to hurt you. How does what we are seeing now, what we know we are seeing now around here align with other parts of the country, other parts of the world. In the United States right now, the South and the West are being hardest hit. The Northeast and the Midwest are slightly on the decline, but they started seeing the surge a little sooner than we did. 
California is being especially hit hard. LA County was considering implementing some new restrictions or reinstating restrictions. Louisiana is being hit hard. Alabama, definitely. There's several counties in the Chattanooga region that are considered high risk for infection right now based on caseloads and hospitalizations. That's kind of the picture in the U.S. The world as a whole, I would say, is seeing a surge right now. Europe and Asia, the European countries, and this kind of speaks to BA5's just tendencies, I guess. Europe had an Omicron wave earlier than our Omicron wave, kind of the initial Omicron wave we had. They are also seeing cases take up right now, and it's hard to predict. We used to kind of predict what might happen in the U.S. based off of what's happening in Europe. But because a lot of these countries in Europe are a lot more vaccinated than the United States, it's kind of hard to just predict how severe our outbreak's going to be or not, because there's always these changing dynamics, changing levels of immunity, changing subvariants. Different countries have different vaccination rates. Different countries use different vaccines. So it's just more and more muddy. But we do know the worldwide BA5 variant is driving a lot of cases. And I think this is a worldwide issue. So as long as this virus is allowed to keep mutating, and especially in some of these countries that maybe have very low vaccination rates, it's going to have ample opportunity to do that, then we can just keep seeing new variants. And hopefully they don't become more virulent. But we've sort of become accustomed to this now. And we do have some better treatments, for sure. And we've got more tools with the vaccines. But Experts right now are kind of understandably exasperated maybe with the situation, just trying to always make decisions with very limited knowledge about where we go from here and what the next variant might throw at us. What's one thing that you're keeping an eye on in the coming weeks and as we head into the fall? Mainly hospitalizations and deaths, because I think that if somebody has a very mild case of COVID, that's not going to really have a major impact on our day-to-day life. I mean, it's annoying for the individual, but what we're really concerned about still always is overloading the hospital systems to where they can't care for people to the level that they need to, or whether it's COVID or other things. So going into the fall, flu is always still an issue that could tax hospitals. It's done it before since I've been here at the paper. So we had flu and COVID at the same time. That's going to make things even harder. I know hospitals still struggle, you know, when they get high caseloads, like where do they put all these patients and they can back up the discharge process and it's hard to get people into rehab facilities. So the strain on the healthcare system, I think is always a concern. That's why the recommendation is to get vaccinated because even though you can still get the virus, if you have the vaccine, your chances of serious illness is is so much lower. So keep an eye on hospitalizations, keep an eye on deaths, and then also Hopefully, our vaccination rate goes up a bit because that would help us avoid some of these really bad surges that we've had previously. We definitely don't want to repeat those. All right. We'll be watching. Elizabeth Fight. thanks so much. Thanks, Ray.